Hello, Hello everyone. everyone. This is a podcast that will become your friend. Join us in our weekly coastal walk and talk about all manner of topics with some hints on how to make your life easier. I'm Tishy. And I'm Smiles. Let's amble along the coast, shall we? How was your week? I'm going to say busy, but I'm not going to say busy because we're going to talk about not being busy and how not being busy is good. Oh. So I've had an enjoyable week doing things that I needed to get done. I was very busy. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you were actually busy. You were allowed to say uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here we are on the top of the uh, cliffs. We're just overlooking the port of Dover, which is already very busy. You can the, probably hear the engines of the ferries. There's three ferries in port at the moment. One's just gone off. Lots and lots of lorries. I quite like it up here. I like just to sit and watch. I'm a bit scared, actually. It's quite high up, isn't it? Yes. But I just like... I think it's like an airport. Cause it's just exciting because people are going places. It is. And that, it's always the start of my holiday because we go to the continent quite a lot. And I just love the excitement of it. I'm sure the lorry drivers don't find it so exciting. I know. Well, the we're about, what, 10 feet from the edge of the yeah, cliff? Yeah, we're quite close. And it just gives you that, don't lean over, don't yeah, lean over. absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy on the higher path than that one that really is that close. I think if you came with your dog, I think I'd be inclined <gasps> to leave it on the lead. Oh, without a doubt. Wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and with little children, I would <gasps> also leave them on, on the leads. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yes. So, um, here we are. We are about a mile and a half from the centre of Dover. And we can see the castle up on the hill. Yep. Just across from us. And over the sea there is France, 21 miles away. Sadly, today we can't see it because it is really Lighty. quite cloudy. But hopefully that will lift and we might get a little glimpse of it on our walk a bit later. Yeah, we might do. So these cliffs, actually, I'm just looking down Ooh, just now. We're a bit... Can we just stop for a sec? Okay. It's just breathtaking, isn't it? They are beautiful. See, again, I use beautiful. But today it is, it beautiful. is beautiful. And the whiteness know, of it. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Broadchurch, you know, when they did that. Yes. And they were down at the sea. But this yep. is better. Yes. Yeah. Um, well... The cliffs are made of chalk, obviously, and it's finely grained pure limestone. Did you know that? No, I did not the know that. The chalk layers built up gradually over millions of years, and they only stay white because they're allowed to erode naturally. Ah. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And in this, you might not know this, uh, in the late 19th century, there was a prison here. Oh, really? Langdon Prison, housing 120 prisoners on 20 acres of cliffs. Oh, to be Only fair. open uh, for 12 years, though, until 1896. Actually, I'm reading this off a little notebook I've got, and I just know I'm going if It's been nice knowing you. Just yeah, I know. I just, I'm a little bit concerned about you uh, not looking where you're going. <laughs> I can see why you'd have a prison here, because back in the day, it's pretty desolate, isn't it? There's, there wouldn't have been anything other than the castle. There's not much around, is there? No. It's a bit like um, when you go up to Dartmoor or somewhere like that, and that's 
you can see why they've got a prison in the middle of Dartmoor because you start running, you're either going to run off a cliff or you're going to run to nothing. <clears throat> so it's going to take a while. Remember that time that we came up here with some other friend and it was a it had been raining the quite mud. a lot and there was mud oh, everywhere. My gosh. And we started sliding. Yeah, I fell. And I then think we you'll thought, find. do you know what? Shall we just turn around? Yes. And even when we turned around to go back, we still the pathway is quite narrow. And and certainly not um, smooth. No, they're it's, not smooth at all. No. Don't come in your high heels. No, <laughs> or sandals. <laughs> or sandals, no. no. Good old sturdy walking boots for this one. Yeah, it does get a little bit muddy. At the moment it's not. They haven't had any rain for a bit, so it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. We drove here today, and I warn you, when you drive, make sure you turn off for the signpost for White Cliffs, which is a brown sign, and not Dover Castle. Because Dover Castle is just for Dover Castle. Yes. So. We'll do Dover Castle another day. Yes. Because that, that uh, is a whole has day. got the tunnels and... Oh, it's beautiful. I, yeah. I love Dover Castle. We've got so much history there. So much. Well, uh, the cliffs were on the front line in both world wars, with, as I say, France just being 21 miles away. And the White, uh, white Cliffs of Dover became a crucial part of the British defences. Did you know? Actually, um, our for we haven't done our foreign phrase of the, of the uh, week. Okay, we're going to go early with it. Go well, on then. You know, we've oh, yeah, done Chinese, we've yeah. done German. We've done, and I thought, actually, this is Britain. Yes. Shouldn't we do our own languages? So I thought oh, we'd do a, good idea. a bit of Scottish Gaelic. Okay. You ready? Yep. Tap a leave. Tap a leave. Yes, that's thank you. Apparently, tap a leave. Apologies do you, did you, for accent. Do you use that a lot in Glasgow? Uh, no, no. Okay. I've heard of it. Tap a leave. Tap a leave. Tap a leave. Well, maybe it's because it's gate. Opening the gate. You're welcome. She could Danada. That was the other. Day. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Talking all sorts of language. Uh, I went to um, went to a restaurant in Paris once, and listened to two businessmen. And they spoke eight different languages oh, through the course of their up. meal. Just the two of them. Oh, we can know. We can do it. Mostly we can <laughs> only say, thank you, yeah. no worries. Where's really? the bathroom? <laughs> Where's the bathroom? So it's not much of a conversation. No. But at least we can say we speak eight languages now. Tap a leave. Tap a leave. Um, uh, did you know? Oh, I can say, Wustes do, remember that? Yes. Wustes do. There was a tramway uh, connecting St. Margaret's to Dover. And it was built in 1915 along the edge of the cliff for the coal mines presumably presumably oh god because that's know. when only because i'm listening to a play at the moment um that the bbc had been doing for the first world war and there were lots of mines coal mines that they wanted to open here and then a lot of them didn't because there wasn't enough coal right so i wonder if that maybe that's why well they did have a big um rope thing oh i'm not going to go into that because i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> i'm just going to tell you about this it was tramway. a rope thing that did something uh, that transported the coal there you are see that'll be why there was a railway then yeah. Yeah. so but this railway uh the chalk spoil that they had to dig out yep uh, for it was removed and loaded into barges and towed across the harbour and used to infill the area next to uh, the Admiralty Pier that was being widened at the time. Oh, okay. And when they had enough um, 
chalk spill. The contractors, uh, they decided they didn't need the tramway and so they thought it was actually unimportant, so it was never completed. Oh. What a waste. Ah, well, at least I suppose the pier got widened. Yeah, uh, maybe. So you have to try and look at the positives yeah. of these things. So, actually, this is very tricky. I'm putting my notebook away now because yeah, the I steps. don't want to end up at the bottom of the cliff. No, you could just uh, roll down these steps and uh, you could. be somewhere you shouldn't be. Yeah, so we're walking uh, from the car park. Actually, this is now, this is, um, is it National Trust that have got the yes. coffee shop? Yep. Actually, we were here before it opened today. Darn it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're walking to South Foreland Lighthouse. It's three, uh, three, just over three miles. And at South Foreland is the best ever coffee shop. It's um, great, isn't it? It's a little, li- little lighthouse that they've turned into the coffee shop. You've got little picnic bar- um, tables outside. Yes. It's very, very nice. And in the summer, oh, it does get a bit busy, though. It, it does, but they've got little china teacups, all different kinds. Yeah, you see, I have a bit of a problem matching. with that, though. Oh, Because they're not you? matching. Oh, it doesn't matter. And that, like well, no, matching. see, that causes a problem for me. <laughs> I do like things to match. So I get over it, clearly. Yes. I can manage. But the uh, the mismatches, it's quaint. Yes. But for the me... cakes are excellent. Cake is good. And they've got 1940s music playing the whole time. It is. It is like Excellent. it's like someone's parlour, isn't it? I know. You can actually, if you're not uh, wanting to do the walk, uh, God forbid, you can drive to North uh, South Foreland uh, Lighthouse. Was a Sorry, rabbit. just distracted by a little rabbit come to see us, and now he's running away. So we're not going to hurt you. Can I just say? I know there's a plane going overhead at the moment, but mostly. It's so quiet. Yeah, I have been the here birds. at the weekend though when there's quite a lot of yeah. <laughs> people. People. So this is we're at this. What is it today? Thursday. Yeah. And uh, it's quite nice. It's just the birds Having are singing. There's rabbits. We've seen a little robin came to see us. There's lots of nature to look at. It, this is quite an easy walk by the way, it's not uh, it's not tricky at all. No, if uh, you go you come the other way it's much hillier. This way is, you've got some hills but it's, I mean, well, it's not just good it's because past. once you've had your cakes you can go. It's hilly on the way back. Exactly. Exactly. Use up, use up all those calories. So um, you get, here we go, the train do you get it from St Pancras? You do. Excellent. And does it cost £22.40? With a network real card. Oh, when you can bring four children for a pound each. Yes, you can. Excellent. And uh, it takes about an hour and four minutes. Oh. Yeah, that's quicker. Hour and four. Yes. Um, as I say, I drove today and just down the A2. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. So long as... And so long as... The lorries aren't stopped. No, okay, that's true. But um, parking is four pounds to get into the National Trust car park. Yep. But we got here before nine o'clock, and it wasn't open, so we haven't paid. Shh. Right. So that's the history. Yep. Now for our topic. So, what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast about not being busy or 
thinking that you should be busy because that's what makes you a successful person. It's rubbish. So there's a time management life coach lady called Jill Farmer who's written a book called There's Not Enough Time and Other Lies We Tell Ourselves. And I think that's so true. It is. How often do you tell yourself, I haven't got time to, I'm just too busy, I'm just too busy. My husband's always on at me. Will you just sit down, will you just sit down? He's very good at not being busy. Yes. Very, very good. Yes. Men, some men, I wouldn't like to generalise because, you know, our male viewers wouldn't like that. No. But I do live in a house full of boys and they all seem to be quite not very busy, but busy. Busy doing that. There's a song. Busy, busy doing that. Exactly. Working the whole day. I'll let you That's do two singing. Songs I've done today. I know. I'll let you do singing. Copyright. Copyright. Um, so basically, what, what she's saying is, our society tells us that we have to be busy, otherwise, we're not being very successful at all with our lives. Well, it's like you know, you go to work and you say to somebody, "Oh, how's your week been?" And they go. Oh, um, I was I was really busy. I was working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I was doing this on Thursday, and then on Friday I was doing. And you're like, oh my goodness, they're so successful because yes, they're so busy. Yes, but actually, are they enjoying themselves? No, no. Yeah, yeah. We know we have to be busy at work because that's how we pay for all the bits that we like to do. But do we have to be as busy as we tell ourselves? And are we doing it, or do we say to people that we're busy because it makes them feel better? I always find that if someone says to me, oh, how's your week been? And it's not been very busy because I haven't got a lot of work or for whatever reason. But I still find myself going, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was quite busy. Because it yeah. makes them feel better. Yes. Because you don't want them feeling sorry for you. No, you don't want them feeling sorry. And you also don't want them to think that you're not successful because yes. you're not busy. Exactly. Whereas actually... I quite like the life-work balance that I have, where I work two or three days a week. And we do this. And we do this. And I get to go in my garden, and I get to go and visit friends, I go shopping. I don't, I'm lucky that I don't have to work five days a week. So therefore, I should embrace the fact that I'm not busy. So she recommends that instead of when someone says to you, how have you been? Say something like, um, top of the world, or everything's great, but never, ever, ever mention that you're busy or yeah. not busy. But the thing is, you see, if somebody has been busy, they can't wait to tell you. Yes. They can't wait to yeah. tell Oh, yes, I, I was in London, I was in Manchester, I was in Paris, I was yes. in... And you're like, oh, shut up. Do you think... I think there's two elements of it. One is an element of showing off. Look at me, how amazing my life is. And two, we come from this Northern European work ethic, which includes America as well, like a puritanical, that you have to be busy, because otherwise the devil makes work for light hands. Uh -huh. And I wonder if that, there's something in there that that's your upbringing, that you must always be busy, yes. because if you're not busy, you're going to get into trouble. Well, even if I'm sitting of an evening uh, watching a movie or something. I'm always doing something while I'm yeah. sitting there. Yeah. I'm never actually not doing anything. No. Which is... Exhausting, actually. Yes, because <laughs> you're, you're, spl you're splitting your brain into two different things. But, uh, yeah, you need to just do things, do things that you want to do and need to do 
and not things that everybody you think expects you to do. So it's like, you know, like being a mum and you've got other mums doing other things and you kind of think, oh, should I be doing that? Just reading a book at the moment and it's called Why Mummy Drinks. It's a fiction book. It's very, very funny. So she's not part of the cliquey group, but the cliquey group are the perfect mummies who turn up at the school gate perfectly coiffured and they have the hand-baked snacks because of course. healthy snacks of course you know um courgette cake to get the children to eat more which oh. by the way courgette cake is very nice but oh, is it okay? well, i'm just saying <laughs> um but uh so, she, so there's these levels of expectations the houses are always perfect and she isn't and she finds she puts herself all, all this pressure on herself because she thinks to, try and be, to be the perfect mum, to be, you know, you have to be busy. So therefore, you have to be at work. You have to look after the house. You have to look after the children. The children have to go to after school clubs five nights a week because they also but need to be You have to, to run after them. You have to run after them because good mummies run after their children to uh-huh. make sure they're getting a full range of well-rounded happiness. Um, and she's basically beginning to realise that this is a little bit silly and that you don't need to do all of that. And the kids will turn out, did you do all of that? No. Did your mum? Your mum would have been busy because she had but my lots of children. I had nine kids and so her life was busy. Yeah. And as I said in a podcast before that... Um, if women don't know what to do, they clean. So yeah. even if you think you've got nothing to do, you will always find things yeah. to do that don't necessarily need to do. Yeah. Just so that you're busy. Exactly. But actually, sitting down and just having a cup of tea, not watching anything, not reading anything, just having that cup of tea is better. And just saying, I'm not going to be busy right now. I'm just going to take time for me. Because taking time for yourself is so important. Doing things that you want to do rather than you feel you should be doing is so important. It's very important. You know, we should all be taking a little bit of time for ourselves because if we're nice to ourselves and look after ourselves, then the rest of life is much happier. So, just to say, my husband's always tell me to sit down and to stop. But, of course, you're telling me to sit down and stop. Mm. And I'm going, okay. And he's going, ah, how come you don't listen to... Because you're never going to listen to them, let's face it. Whatever they tell you, it's not going to be the right thing. But he is right. Just stop. Just don't be busy. You can can do things you need to do, clearly. But just make time time for yourself. And don't keep saying to yourself... I'm, I'm this too busy. Because what you end up doing is all, the things that you really want to do, like you want to read a book or you want to go for a walk, you go, I'm too busy to do that. I'm too busy. Well, funny you should say rubbish. that. You should say that because the book club's on Monday and I have read 10 pages of it. Ah. And I'm never going to get. And the past couple of days I've gone, right, I'll go do it and I'll go do it when I get into bed and when you get into bed you're so tired. tired. Exactly and that can't be good for you can it? And that is why being busy is bad for you. So you need to take time just say no 
just going to have my cup of tea. Well, I'm just going to read my book. It's funny because when you're at work and you go, right, that's lunch break, everybody, lunch break. And do you think, right, I'm just going to go wash the floors or, you know, it's a lunch break. Yes, and you sit exactly. And it, you chat with your it, mates exactly. for that whole hour yeah. and you're relaxing. Yeah. Now, if you were at work, if you were at home, you wouldn't have a lunch break. You'd, you'd never make yourself have a, a sandwich. Break. You eat your lunch. Yeah, absolutely. And you go, and uh, right, and then my husband goes, right. So what are we doing? And for um, 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 um. yeah, just going to empty the washing machine. Yeah. No, just do what you have to Lord. do. Because at the end of the day, right? I'm sure we've said this before. If the house isn't spotlessly clean, what's going to happen? Nothing. No, nothing. My, nothing. My girlfriend Linda was when her boys were young she would quite often say the house will still be there tomorrow exactly and so she would go off and play with the boys exactly see but in my head was going oh, no i would have done this first and i would have done that first but she's yes quite right i think she's quite right she's so right because kids are only around for a, a little bit before they grow up and travel across to different places but um so yes so that's what we're going to do we're going to not be as busy. It's not going to be a bad thing to sit and do nothing or just do what we want to do. And the next time someone asks you, how's your week been? You're going to say something like, it's been great. Or, I've had a lovely time. We're not mentioning the word busy at, at all. all. And even, when they, and even when they try and get it out of you because they want to know how busy you've been at work. Were you working not, last week? Yeah, I did some work. Just, just don't, don't use the word busy. Okay. All right? That's what I want you to practice this week. You can report back next week. Okay. Tell me how well that went. Great. Okay. So that was our topic. What is our tip of the week? <gasps> tip of the week. Okay. You know how if you're doing a lot of baking and say you're making scones mm -hmm. and your hands are covered in flour yep. or you're doing painting and you've just got paint all over your hands or and the gardening and you've got your gardening gloves. Or gardening, you get your gardening gloves yep. or, or even worse, you've not got your gardening gloves yeah. on, your hands are covered in mud, mud. and your phone goes off Ugh. and you're going, oh, this might be so important, it might be so important. If you put your phone in a Ziploc bag, zip it, Bung it in your pocket. Ah! You can still answer it with muddy hands. Oh, I love that. So the flowery hands with so the painted hands. Plastic doesn't get in the way of the touch. Oh, I love that idea. Yeah, but then of course you do put the paint-covered Ziploc bag back in your pocket, and now your trousers are. Oh yeah, maybe maybe don't put it in your pocket. <laughs> maybe leave it on the side. <gasps> That's such a brilliant idea because I do that all the time. And then I, do you know what I do? I unlock my phone with my nose. <laughs> Somehow my nose works. My nose is obviously big enough to do that. But of course, there's the other thing of leave it till later. Oh yes, because nothing is ever so important. important. But of course, in our freelance world, you're always thinking, well, if you don't answer it, they'll give the job to somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're programmed to answer, yeah. answer it. But if you miss the job, then maybe actually that's the universe saying you weren't supposed to do that job. I love that idea. Ziploc bag, Zip bag, phone in, can answer it and not get it dirty. Yeah, and then if you forget where you put it, at least if you're out in the garden and it rains, chances <laughs> are 
thank God it was in that Ziploc bag. I think that might be my most favourite tip of the week so far. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. So where are we off to next week? Next week, St Margaret's a Cliff. Oh, lovely. So which is just a little bit down from Dover. Lovely. It's a bit that big steep hill down to the beach. Oh, it does. Let's not walk up that hill. We'll drive down it. Oh. <laughs> I don't think my little car would manage that. No. Skateboard it. No, let's just no. walk. Okay. Okay, St. Marcus of the And what's the subject? Uh, it is about being in the present, the power of now. Oh, I love that book. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Um, I love the principles of not worrying about the past, not worrying about the future, but just living for now. Excellent. So, until next week... We're all going to get hung up on next week and we're going to enjoy the rest of our day. Yay. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.